0: Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Brian McDonough Show. I'm with a very special guest and friend, Dr. Leonard Gamella. Dr. Gamella and I, oh my gosh, 20, 30 years have gone back talking about men's health and issues associated with men's health. And recently, I've been getting a lot of questions about prostate cancer, uh, detecting it, early detection, what works, what doesn't, and treatments. And if there's a person to talk about it, it's Dr. Gamela. Uh, he is with Jefferson um, University, Jefferson Medical School, Sydney Kimmel, everything's changed over time. (laughs) Dr. Kimmel, you're probably chairman and professor to the stars at this point, I guess.
1: Well, um, at least the local uh, the local stars that live on Broad Street. So uh, not much, not much further away than that. But thanks, Brian, for uh, the invitation.
0: It's great to have you here on the show. And I I know your time is very valuable. So I want to ask you initially, tell me a little bit about prostate cancer about what it is, and also if there are ways to diagnose it early that can help. So
1: prostate cancer uh, actually is the leading solid uh, tumor in men in the United States, um, and it's actually the second leading cause of cancer deaths in men. Uh, Lung lung is number one up there, but uh, we have about 280, 290,000 cases a year of prostate cancer in the United States, um, and a lifetime risk of a man being diagnosed with prostate cancer is probably about one in five to, uh, to one in six. So it's a very common cancer, uh, and it's a, a disease that, can, uh, that concerns uh, a lot of men, uh, and often they're, uh, they're significant uh, their significant other. But um, one of the challenges that we have with prostate cancer is uh, it's a little bit controversial. Uh, It's controversial from the screening standpoint, and it's also controversial from the treatment standpoint. Um, And the reason it's controversial from the screening standpoint is the fact that uh, while we have a wonderful test that gives us an idea if a man has prostate cancer known as the PSA blood test, And if that PSA blood test is elevated, it gives us a suggestion a man may have prostate cancer. But the challenge is the PSA blood test, which is very commonly used, can sometimes give you both what we call false positives and false negatives. Sometimes the elevation of the PSA is due to things like an enlarged prostate or an inflamed prostate. And sometimes the PSA is not particularly elevated when a man has prostate cancer. Having said all that, at the end of the day, PSA still remains as one of the most powerful tools that we have to detect if a man could have prostate cancer. And that's a key point, Brian, The stress, could have prostate cancer. PSA blood test does not diagnose prostate cancer. The only way you can diagnose prostate cancer today is actually by putting a needle in the prostate and taking samples of the prostate and then looking at it under the microscope.
0: Um, Dr. Grimella, one of the things I remember early in my career, and, and especially it was very important, was uh, rectal examination to test and see and feel the prostate if there was cancer there. And I remember as I moved along in my career, they would also say you'll miss many prostate cancer cases because you're only feeling the outside of the prostate, not the entire prostate. The rectal examination now, is that still an important part of the exam for uh, a male patient or not?
1: So uh, I would almost circle that question back to you because uh, I think in primary care, a lot of uh, changes are taking place. For example, I think in our medical school, uh, the rectal exam uh, does not have the same prominence that it once had, and that's in general. So the rectal exam is really going away for prostate cancer screening, and there's a very simple reason for that. Um, as you pointed out um, Yes, most prostate cancers arise in actually the back portion of the prostate that you feel with a rectal exam. But the bigger reason is the cancers that we're detecting now, as opposed to when you and I were in training many moons ago, are so small that you usually don't have anything you can feel in the prostate. So the PSA goes up long before you can actually feel a lump in the prostate. So while the rectal exam does have a role in the management of someone diagnosed with prostate cancer as a screening tool. In fact, if you look at a lot of our national guidelines today that talk about the risk and benefits of screening for prostate cancer, they say PSA blood test with or without the rectal exam. So in general, you know, that was the thing that a lot of men didn't like you know, it's it's not a comfortable thing. A lot of men don't like it. So the fact that we're not doing rectal exams is commonly, uh, not only has a medical background, but also has a uh, an implication that it makes it a little bit easier for man to have a blood test as opposed to a finger put in his rectum.
0: For those watching the Dr. Brian McDonough Show, thanks for joining us today. I'm with Dr. Leonard Gamella. I joked at the beginning and said, you know, chairman and czar of the world. But in all seriousness, you have been a leader on the forefront of many types of treatment for prostate cancer, surgical treatments, other things. Where are we now with that? Because you are mentioning something very important. We're detecting it earlier, which means obviously you get it earlier, which also may help you avoid getting it and getting it before it spreads.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely correct. And in fact, Brian, today it's important for uh, for your audience to understand, once a man is diagnosed with prostate cancer, we undergo certain evaluations. So let's say a man has an elevated PSA, or let's say he has a strong family history, uh, goes ahead and has a prostate biopsy, and we actually get tissue to look under the microscope. When we find that tissue under the microscope, we actually give it what's called a grade, In other words, we determine the aggressiveness of the cancer. We also do other uh, tests to decide if the cancer has spread anywhere outside the prostate. These are very important because as we approach prostate cancer today, there are three general approaches to man-diagnosed with prostate cancer. One is called active surveillance, one is surgery, and one is radiation. And these are just very broad, very, very broad concepts uh, that we, uh, that we deal with. But essentially, many men do not have aggressive forms of prostate cancer. They have very, very slow-growing, very low-grade cancers that are never gonna harm them in their lifetime. So not all men diagnosed with prostate cancer today are treated. Many men are just observe changes. But if they have a life-threatening or more aggressive prostate cancer, then the big issues are either surgery, or radiation to treat the to treat the cancer. Fortunately, today the majority of we diagnose have early prostate cancer, so we can treat them at a local level. In other words, treat them just with radiation or with surgery. Unfortunately, if a man is diagnosed with more advanced prostate cancer, well, then that's a whole different approach uh, to treatment with hormones, chemotherapy, uh, and, and other uh, immunotherapy approaches. But for early prostate cancer. Non-aggressive cancer is active surveillance. More potentially life-threatening cancers are treated with either surgical removal of the prostate, today almost exclusively done by a robotic technique that quickens the recovery uh, and leaves uh, only small incisions in the abdomen, or some type of radiation where the man doesn't have to undergo surgery, but the cancer can be treated with radiation from outside the body placed on a shot at the prostate.
0: And one other question I wanted to ask, did I not ask you something you wanted to talk about? Is there an important point you'd like to bring up at this point that we haven't talked about? Um,
1: I think the important thing to realize is that we have made amazing progress uh, in the diagnosis and uh, treatment of all stages of prostate cancer. Uh, And I think that, uh, you know, men don't need to fear prostate cancer the way they used to. Uh, And sure, there can be side effects of treatment But in that regard, too, we have very wonderful ways to sort of minimize or eliminate some of the side effects that men worry about with the treatment for prostate cancer.
0: Dr. Gamella, I want to thank you for taking the time to join us on the Dr. Brian McDonough Show. I think, uh, again, you've always been good at talking about things in general terms, too, despite all the knowledge you do have. And I think it's really helpful for those who are watching uh, to get this information. Thanks for taking the time to be on the show.
1: It's a great honor, uh, Brian, and thank you for the opportunity.